in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. No. <laughs> nope. Oh, 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 who we got? Who we got? We got what Mark? Up? Whoa. That's really funny, because we just said that you weren't here. Yeah, so I forgot we were doing this, and I was just doing some uh, prep work to paint my deck, and then I remembered... No, no. Well, he's here. He is here. Sheen washable. Uh, I'm just the man Shut of many names. <laughs> Fuck you. And the rat of a red baron. Oh, did we just start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're saying. Like, I did the intro. I said, nope. And then you said, hey, fellas. <laughs> Oh, that's pretty funny. Um, so, if you're listening to this poorly uh, audio clipped show, it's because we're not recording on the Fourth of July, but we put something together for you anyway. That's because Kyle loves you. It's because Kyle loves you. But I don't love Kyle. Loves nobody. Kyle, is that true? Do you love nobody? Sorry, drinking vitamin water. No, I love everybody. Ele, baby. He's like so labored, like, oh my god, this vitamin water. <laughs> oh god, I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> the vitamin D in my souls. Yelly, everybody, yelly. Yep. Um, uh, start starting lineups. I have the Riddler collection. Just cracked it open. The bullet old fashioned cocktail ready to drink. I'm waiting for the day that we do one of these from home and kind of just like, and from the Riddler collection, 2018 Bourbon County. <laughs> yeah, I got a surplus in the basement. Figured I'd tackle some of these. I'd be at your house in less than 10. <laughs> You'd be dead Listen, in 12. I, th- I, th- I think you would get there quick. I don't know if it'd be less than 10 minutes. I could do it in less than 10. I would not want to be the car next to you on the highway. <laughs> I would, I, I'd never touch the highway. I would take flight. I'd go faster than X Hero Mach when he was a first responder. Oh yeah, good, good callback. Thanks, man. It would be funny sitting on the deck. Like, what's that plane be doing coming right towards this deck? Oh my god, it's Paul! <laughs> lock the door. Lock the door. Uh, Mach, are you having a beverage? I'm currently standing in my garage, so not yet. Nice souls. Uh, from the Coca-Cola Company, I'm drinking vitamin water, tropical citrus flavor. Nice. Uh, I'm drinking from Thimble Island Brewing, our friends at Thimble Island, the Amelia. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. A sour, a sour ale with watermelon and lime. So that was fuck just had. Real quick. No, so so in like a half hour, 
I can sand what I just put the wood filler in. So I hit the button on the sander, and it was way louder than I expected it to be. Nice. Um, does anybody? I mean, we don't have to do a toast because it's, it's, if anyone has one, go ahead. Uh, I did. Uh, we go ahead. Uh, I saw recently that I think Chase Daniel just became like the like the highest uh, earnings for like a non-starting quarterback. Like, yeah, like 40, 41 million for five games started in his career. So ridiculous! And I, I, I when I saw, it, I was like, man, is he still around? I was like shocked. He's there. Yeah, it's good for him. Somebody's uh, feeding a fish. Kyle, I gotta tell you, I thought that was your butt. It wasn't me this time, I promise. I thought that trickle of uh, chocolate syrup was you. Oh, man. Oof. Uh, Mark, do you have a toast? Yeah, my toast, I mean, just because, you know, we'll go generic here. It's just the toast of the Yankees being the best team in baseball. All right. Kyle? Uh, my toast of excellence is to Derek Hall hitting a first career home run tonight. Um, I guess uh, to the White Sox for being the most average team in baseball. <laughs> Toast them. I'm doing a pretty pretty ill advised thing here. I'm doing this podcast in my bedroom, and I'm using a laptop as a coaster, so my beer sits flat. <laughs> there you go. Classic. Man, I tell you, I don't know if you guys ever like fucked with wood filler before, but it does not smell good. No, it doesn't. Not even, like, remotely. <laughs> I opened the can. I was like, whoa, that smells terrible. Coach made it. If Coach made it, I would just go ahead and throw that away. <laughs> Wouldn't even give a second thought. Shut up, Kendall. Shut up. Listen, you don't have to like it. You have to love it. That's right. I want some more of it. Hey, have any of you guys ever seen Ratatouille? No. No. No? No. There's this character in there named Igor, and I think that Kendall might look like him eventually. Is that the main character? No, no, that's, uh, that's, uh, Linguini. Yeah. Um, now, Igor's the food critic with the glasses. Oh, yeah. I've seen the film. Yeah, because you're a fucking rat. Well, I have to see all the rat-related movies. Because you were in the movie. Yeah, that was actually me. That was actually some of my best work. <laughs> Which movie was his best work? Oh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I personally liked Kendall a lot in the B movie. I was when he played the lady. No, he was the uh, he was the nerd B. I was also in. That checks uh, out. I was in Five. Two of the three. Matisse type. So I take it Massey's not here. No. You wouldn't know that, though, because his movie contributions would be minimal anyway. You know, I texted him like two hours ago, and he hasn't answered me. Well, he left his phone at work again. Yeah. Hey, there's no way he left his phone at work for a whole weekend, right? No. Way. 
I, I don't think so. But I also don't think that Kyle actually coaches. I think it's all a sham. Uh, coaching is over. Coaching is over. No, 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 no. You're lying. Not like over. I think he, I think he goes to the field, but I think um, it's kind of like a. Uh, I don't want to say make a wish, but you know something along those lines. I don't want to say make a wish. Seems like they let him just go on the field, like to just like. Yeah. So like, give him a shirt. Make him feel good. You coach you with me, you douche. No, Mock was just your chaperone. <laughs> he almost pooped himself, so that's on him. Hey, he never advertised that he was perfect. Yes, never sir. advertised that. Oh, man. All right, Kendall, what do you got? Well... I think we should talk a little bit about, it seemed like my entire phone all day was giving me <laughs> NBA news before I could even digest the information. Uh, do you guys want to talk a little bit about that? Kind of what went down? Uh, the Philadelphia Rockets are actually in the full stride. Yep. <laughs> they're going to they're, they're gonna suck. It depends, because James Harden actually takes less money, and because they can't give him a deal yet, so... If he actually takes less money, so you guys can add more pieces, it could be could be a really good thing. Because then, worst case scenario, you get the same James Harden, but for way less money. Best case scenario, you get like MVP James Harden for way less money. So, yeah, true. Follow up question: uh, is It doesn't matter though, because Joel Embiid will only play forty five games this year. <laughs> is the fifty two? Fifty two. What? What, Kendall? Like. The whole trust the process is that over now? Yes. So, yeah. So it's just that was just <laughs> the, like a, a the process out. didn't work. The process was the process was over when Markel Fultz left. <laughs> the process worked. They just didn't win a championship. They got a the, lot better. The process didn't really work though, Kyle, because like it was based around five people, which only one of which is there. Yep, but now he's going to be the one person in Brooklyn. Was someone playing pinball just a minute ago? No, I told you, I'm in my garage trying to find stuff. Oh, it sounds like you're pinballing. Well, I'm not. I'm looking for a hammer, and I don't know where it is. Dude, it's underneath the wrenches. I mean, there's only like 13 pairs of Kyle shoes in here. That's false. Still, somehow. You know, I've had any, a any. Any chance Kyle's glove is in there? Yeah, that's right here. I've had a bag of Kyle's clothes in my front seat since the Hammonassi camping trip. Yeah, you tried to give it to me, you rat. <laughs> and I'll try again. I think I'm currently I'm, I think I'm currently nil on Kyle's belongings. Just uh, let, me, let me just present you how Kendall requested me to take it. He goes, hey, I have a bag of Kyle's dirty clothes I'm going to give you. And I was like, no, thank you. Hey, listen, it wasn't a great sell. I, had, I admit it. But I would was, that, was that right before you got full Nelson out of a high school graduation party? I just wanted one more beer. <laughs> one for the road, as they said. Yeah, you didn't advertise it as one for the road. Instead, you kind of just got aggressive and started grabbing beer. I had to make a getaway. <laughs> Your getaway method was to put it in your pocket and then, like, like 
just sitting down and taking a rest. Well, as I knew that I was beat. I was far too slow. I thought about as just, usual. I thought about just grabbing you by the pecker and pulling you to the car. Oh man, could you imagine that? Yeah. Ever seen the video of the guy getting chased by the cop? He's like drinking a beer while he's running, and then he falls in the yard. He doesn't fall; he gets tasered. <laughs> anyway, it was very similar to that. That's I thought I was moving so fast, but really wasn't. Yeah, that's how I play softball. Kyle, do you do anything really, really slow that you think is fast? Everything. Love it. I think yours would be the opposite, Kyle. I think you think you're doing it slow. Or I think you think you're doing eh, actually I don't know. I'm confused now. It's it's that he <laughs> thinks he's doing it slow, but it's even slower than he thought. There you go. You know, I'm not that slow of a person, like, guys. You, you think you're turtle on the Autobahn, but you're L S D turtle on the Autobahn? Kendall, what's up? What, what, you, you, you want to talk NBA stuff, Kendall? Yeah, I mean, just a, we had. Uh, I mean, this is going to air on Monday, and it's Thursday, and we're talking about stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of weird. Well, then screw it. Hey, should we talk about that time we went to Black Hog Brewing? <laughs> you know, let's recap the episode we've actually already posted. <laughs> I think this is the perfect opportunity to predict the 2026 MLB season, game by game. That's a great idea. All right, Mark, you take the Padres. I was going to say, regardless of what happens next year, Phillies are 500. <laughs> Mark, you get the Padres. Kyle, you get the Rangers. Uh, Kendall, you could take the uh, the Tigers. Um, I'll take the Marlins. Hey, right. did you guys see – I forget the player's name, but I saw the headline today. A player on the Avalanche, like, security almost threw him out of one of their parties, and he had to, like, yell at the guy that he's on the team. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think I did see that. I, I saw it quick on Bleacher Report. I, I, let me see if I can find it. It made me laugh pretty hard. Because imagine security being like, buddy, you got to get the fuck out. He's like, I'm on the team. <laughs> oh, yeah. What position do you play? Left wing. That's not a position. It's quarterback or point guard, my guy. Be a fun thing to try to get away with. Go to a go to a club that you know the team is at. Like, yeah. I saw this list. Done. I saw this list the other day that created a lot of controversy. Uh, but like in the comments, but it was pretty accurate in my opinion. There was a like a list of like the top fifty influential uh, like American sports, like the four major American sports. Mm-hmm. It was the top fifty, like most, uh, like national, uh, like internationally, like in uh, influencing aspects, and uh, there was only one NFL player, and it was Tom Brady, and he was number forty nine. Wow! And it said in the comments, he's married to Giselle, who is internationally known way better than he is. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty funny because, like, you don't really think about it, but football's a pretty in the border state or in the border game. I mean, it's not really like a big thing anywhere else. London seems to like it. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you can make that case for it, but, like, but just as much as London loves it, like, like, hockey's huge in, like, you know, 15 other states. I mean, the Asian influence for the NBA alone is massive. Um, 
even baseball I mean, between the Japan, Korea's, and then the Latin American or like the uh, yeah, well, I guess Latin American states, the Cubans, the Cubanos. Uh, just just to bring it back, it was Bo Byram. All right. They tried to kick him out of the Stanley Cup parade. It seems like the right guy to kick out. And he was like, I'm on the team. <laughs> you know, Kyle, play- the video is kind of funny. Kendall? I'll say, Kyle, to argue the London point, I bet you if we advertise it and for four hours we just poured pudding on you in that stadium, I bet you they would sell out pretty equally. I doubt that. I would pay NFL ticket money to watch four hours of being pudding being poured on you. Oh, yeah? You're going to buy the ticket to London, too, you fucking dickhead? It's a lot of pudding. I would take a boat. Is it a continuous pour, or is it, like, interrupted by people, like, flicking it with a spoon? Um, It's going to be pretty continuous, but it's going to have the same breaks, like, for, like, television timeouts. And uh, it's going to be, like, an NFL game's worth of pudding pouring. So there'll just be some random... Will Will there be different colored puddings to like determine different teams uh yeah i, I, I didn't even consider that but i'm in all right Kyle. the two puddings are going to be pistachio and rice i'm good on that man so uh hunker down you're getting pudding poured kyle it's either pistachio and rice or a dozen baby birded eggs all right i'll do the pudding that's what i thought Hey, Kendall, will you funnel a raw egg next time we hang out? I'll give it a go. I'd like to see that. I'd love to buy a disposable funnel for it, though. Just as is. Uh, Yeah, just like a raw egg. I mean, we can mix it with a shot of, like, liquor if you want. No, we don't have to. I was just curious. I didn't know if it was, like, like a floater on top of a beer or just... I mean, if you want, I can, like, do, a, like, a really loose soft boil and, like, float it on a beer. It's <laughs> so gross. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Hey, Kendall, how many mothballs do you think you could eat? You know, I never even considered I'm going to go... Yeah. How many come in a package? I don't know. I don't buy mothballs. This is the fucking 1540s. Let's assume there's 40 in the package. I'm going to say I could eat 14 of them. No way. It's just a guess. I don't know. Kyle, how many yellow vitamin waters do you drink in an hour? Four. No way. One maybe in total out of the four started. If I really tried, I could drink it. All right. Mock. Yeah. In 30 minutes' time, how many brown and served sausage links think you could eat? How many what sausage links? Like the brown and served sausage links. Oh. In how much time? 30 minutes. I I think I could take down no less than 40 of them. Wow. That's what, four boxes? No, there's four boxes. There's eight in a no, box. There's ten, there's ten in a box. Oh, is there? I think I, I think I could easily do sixty. Do I get to pick the flavor? Yeah. What do you want? Maple. Yeah. What would you pick, Paul? Uh, original turkey. 
Patty. All right, back to Kendall. Kendall. Yes. Uh, how many whole apples think you could eat in 60 minutes? Uh, <clears throat> like corn all? No, you don't have to eat the cores, but like, you know, like, like, a, like an apple, like a fruit, like the whole fruit. Like you got to eat everything but the core. Trying to think, I feel like I wouldn't stop eating it, but it's how fast could I really go? That's the that's the question. Well, if we're going off that method, then one. I'm gonna say I can do. Whoa! Oh my god! That um, was coach's butt. Yeah. No, that was coach's mouth. I'm gonna say that seven. Was... You think you can do seven apples in an hour? I think so. If All I'm right. Fast enough. All right, Kyle. Yeah. In two hours, how many thing? How many cans of cold ravioli think you could eat? Ten. Are we not going to talk more about you know coach throwing a deck of cards on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You got your five seconds of fame there, Kendall. <laughs> you think you could eat ten cans of Chef Boyardee in two hours? I do. There's no way. There's not a lot in there. It's a can every twelve minutes, though. I could do it. Yeah, but you're also a bad eater. Yeah? You're not that much better than me, bud. You're out of your mind. I'm not. Everybody, you're the only one that hates Arby's out of all of us. God, that's not what I said. I said you're a bad eater. Yeah, you're a bad fucking food biker. No. You're out of your mind. Mark, I'm not. All right, Mark, how, how many, uh, uh, in an hour... Or if you throw up, whichever one comes first. How many car bombs do you could do? Well, I'm definitely throwing up first. <laughs> but I'm gonna call it at four. You think you think you'd you think you'd throw up after four? Yes. Right. In an hour, I think so. I'm kinda cool just doing this all night. Um <laughs> I Paul, I got one for you. All right. All right. Lame. How many biscuits can you eat in an hour? We'll call them like KFC biscuits. And all you KFC have, biscuits? Yeah. You have one hour and you have one drink, one glass of above room temperature water. Are the biscuits warm? Um, yeah, They've been in the fridge. Well, I was thinking they were purchased from the store and, you know, the restaurant rather, and then they've cooled every, you know, every second since leaving there. So they were hot. But, like, you bought them hot from the restaurant and then brought them to my house? Came, came fresh. I don't know. Six? Hey, listen, that's pretty good. Biscuits are pretty dry. It's not about the dry. It's just they get they get more dense the colder they get. <laughs> How much of that warm glass of water are you drinking? None. Wow, excluding the glass of water. I like it. Why? Why do you like it? All right, listen. That's ballsy. I All right. Drink, I would drink the warm glass of water. Kendall, how many sticks of butter do you think you could eat in a day? <laughs> Salted. Um, eight? Eight, I think. You think you, you think you could eat two pounds of butter in a day? What I'm kind of thinking is I eat a stick of butter as fast as I can, rest for two hours. Am I doing that right? right? I, like I, don't know, I don't know if you could do. I don't know if you could do two pounds of butter in a day. Whatever the math is, to eat a stick of butter, rest for two hours, eat a stick of butter, and rest. That, that's the number I think I could do. 
Hey, you know what's kind of funny? What? They're already doing a redraft from this past draft. Yep. I saw that. Uh, why? <laughs> All right, Kyle, I got one for you. What's up, man? All right. Uh, I don't care how you consume them, but how many average-sized boxes of uh, Golden Graham cereal do you think you could eat in six hours? One. All right. I mean, I could definitely do more than one. I'm just being honest. That's fair. I'm just being honest after my 20 cans of Chef Guaranteed. <laughs> Those are easier to eat, man. All right, Mark. How many standard size sloppy Joe sandwiches do you think you could take down in 45 minutes? Oh, 12. That's so much sloppy Joe's. Yeah. That's a lot good? of bread. Being, being realistic, I would say four. Oh my god! I could do more than that. No, you can't. You would. Have order you ever seen me eat tacos? Yes. Have you ever seen me eat tacos? Yeah, you put a bunch of shredded cheese on a tortilla and eat it. I'm gonna say I've watched you over order at many Taco Bells. No, no, my dad's tacos. I eat like thirty of them. I was gonna say my favorite part of going to fast food with Kyle is that I usually get to have what he doesn't eat. Yeah, which is most of his food. That's false. All right, Kendall. I got a gross one that, that's perfect for you. All right. All right. The McDonald's-sized sauce containers. Yep. You pick the sauce. How many think you could do in, in an hour? All right. So my gut instinct was to go just the, the barbecue sauce. And... You can have a 12-ounce Dr. Pepper to go with. <laughs> Perfect soda to not want to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna say 45 barbecue sauce shooters. You think you can drink 45 sauce cups of barbecue in an hour? I think so. Man, that sounds terrible. That sounds like I couldn't even imagine the heartburn. Yeah, I mean that has Rhea written all over it. Rhea, that's funny. All right, Mike, I got, we're gonna take a pivot. I got another one for you. All right. All right. From, in a, from a standard uh, uh, tournament distance, uh, how many how many cornholes think you could hit in 30 minutes? Um, Sl- uh, after you throw it, if it stays on the board, it's removed. So, like, there's no pulling other ones in with you. Not as many as you would think. You think in less than 10? Um... You said unlimited, how long? 30 minutes, you have unlimited bags. Oh. Uh, all right. So I could probably get at least 15. All right. Because I'm figuring you're throwing at least five a minute. I'm just going to get so tired. Yeah. Well, that's why I give you five. That's a steady pace. It's 12 seconds. <laughs> steady, steady pace of like a throw, let the arm fall down naturally. That way you're not hyperextending anything. All right, Kyle, we're going for you. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, how many bullseyes do you think you throw on a dartboard in a day? 17. I mean, that seems like a lot, but I mean, you could throw a lot of darts in a day. 
I think I could do that. I think you're bound to get one eventually, so. Exactly. When I be 135 throws. Man, it's a lot of throws, then. It's like 2,000 mm-hmm. throws. I but in a whole day, that's probably what it would be. The elbow would probably start hurting. In the, uh, All right, Kendall. Yeah. I had one for you, Paul, real quick. No, I'm going to go first. All right, deal. All right, you're going to start at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Yes. July 1st, 8 a.m. Uh, how long do you think it would take you to successfully land a kickflip? Probably never. I could try all day into the next, and I would never get it done. I just don't. I don't. I don't think I have the ability to do it. You, so you, just think you, you think you would eventually just die before it happened? I think so. I, I, I would watch videos. I would try and try. I just, I just don't see it happening. I don't think I can even like really stand on a skateboard without like having this like need to be like shaking and, and falling off. All right. It's a miracle that I can even like ride a bike. All right. Allegedly, I've never seen you ride one. That's true. I don't think anyone... Well, Kyle, I think you've seen me ride. I, I, I don't know for sure. Nah, I haven't seen you ride a bike. The only, only person, persons who could confirm would be Jeff and Pat. So the only people I've ever ridden bikes with. Nerd. Nerd. Secret hangout. Yeah, secret hangout like 15 years ago. Still a secret. Okay, fair enough. All right. I wasn't there. You, you know why? Because... I, I don't remember why. Man, I thought he was setting you up for a bike joke. <laughs> nah, too easy. All right, Paul, in an hour's time, it's going to be constant. It's just going to be, you're going to grab a throw, and then it's just going to be ready to reload. How many 7-10 splits do you think you can knock down? Zero. Zero? Zero. It's the hardest thing in bowling to do. But listen, you're a pretty good bowler. I don't think it's out of the question in an hour's time, and they're they're going up as fast as you could throw them. Like, I I could never do it though because I I don't I don't curve the ball. I throw it straight. You can't do it if you're throwing it straight. It's like almost impossible. I, know, I think you, you got to give yourself more credit. I'd be willing to bet you that if we took a professional bowler, they'd still get zero. Well, luckily for you, we got a professional bowler right in this chat. <laughs> Matt Hicks. <laughs> Man, it would have been really fun if Matthew just joined. I know. Uh, the the answer is zero. There's no way. Yeah, so you and me in the kickflip, huh? No, because mine's timed for an hour. You're saying you couldn't do a kickflip over the course of the rest of your life. That's correct. I think they're the same. All right, mock. Yep. This one's super uh, not helpful to the listeners, but uh, uh. Hole 13 at Luffberry, uh, how many throws yeah. do you take for you to get an ace? Oof. You can pick five different discs, and you have an unlimited amount of those discs. Well, I really only want one. Okay, then you have unlimited Lunas. <laughs> you have unlimited Big Z Lunas. I, I think I'd be able to get it within 100 shots. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. And I wish uh, I had the money to try that. <laughs> well, I mean, you're probably like a, a sixth of the way there. <laughs> Kyle. I'm a tenth of the way. Yes, sir. Uh, all right. 
uh, same non-helpful type of thing. How many uh, how many attempts at hole eighteen do you think it would take you to par? Uh, I think I could par hole eighteen in about a hundred throws, a hundred times. That's super depressing to say out loud. <laughs> like, I, I think about realistically my hundredth time playing it, I could par it. I think about doing a fifteen. That's a drastic change, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> how many ham sandwiches do you get a day? I don't know. One. Actually, you know what? Probably thirty. <laughs> now that I thought about it. All right, Kendall. Yes. Uh, you can have uh, one beverage that I'm going to name, but you have an unlimited <laughs> amount of that beverage to drink, okay? All right. How many King's Hawaiian rolls think you could eat in four hours? You have all the French vanilla creamer you can drink. Oof. <laughs> all right. I'd like to begin this by asking if there's like a sleeping dog going on in the background somewhere. If there's a Just what? Kyle breathing. A sleeping dog. No. Yes, there is. Is it? Was that right? Yeah. Thought so. Then, after establishing the sleeping dog, um, I'm gonna say, how many come in a package? Twelve. I want to say it's 12. I think it's a 4 by 3 grid. That sounds right. 27. Do you need 27 packages? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Uh, so 27 individual rolls yeah. in four hours? Yeah. That's, a, that's impressive, 27 packages. That's a lot of bread. Yeah. It's a pretty it's good, it's a good roll, though. It is a good roll. It is a good roll. I I love dinner rolls, man. They're so good. There's a lightning bug in my backyard. You know, it's good luck if you eat it. All right. Is that in a praying mantis? But then you go to jail because it's illegal to kill them. It's the only reason Kendall's still alive. Thanks for the civics lesson, Kyle. Thank you, Metal Terry. Imagine making that phone call. Yes, 911. I witnessed a murder. <laughs> so dumb. Hey, Kyle. Yeah. Starting at the age of 30, so your birthday next year, you can have unlimited resources and training, but you can't cheat. Do you think before you're dead, you'd be able to hit a home run dead center at Marlins Park? No. Unlimited training, so you can get bulked up, hitting practice from major league hitters. Yeah, I if I did the the right training, I could get my bat speed uh, up. I I'd like to say that no, he can't. <laughs> Bitch. Fuck you, Kyle. I mean, really. If I had the unlimited training, yeah. If you start steroids now. No, that's and cheating. Be a Hall of Famer. No, you wouldn't. Because guys that are good that were on steroids aren't. 
not have a big corona. Don't stop my time. So, I mean, this show is pre-recorded, but foreseeably you guys you had, like, hamburgers and hot dogs at some point during the 4th of July weekend, right? Is, is that a fair assumption or, or no? No. No. Is that, is that the case for everyone? I mean, I mean I'm going to have some. Right, so what, what do you think your, your count will be? I'm going to have shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I usually end up at least four hot dogs. Everyone should keep a tally. Now, no one's going to remember hmm, this. Hmm. Keep a tally in their phone. I, got, I got 10 pounds of Red Hots in my bedroom right now. JaVel McGee signed with the Mavericks. All right, Kendall. Yes. Uh, how long, in terms of uh, hours, do you think it would take you to hit a hole-in-one on Wii Golf? Um, I'm going to say I can do it within a 24-hour period. I could say I can do it in less than 15 hours. All right. All right. I, I got to jump off real quick. I'll be back in a minute. I don't believe that guy for a second. All right. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Imagine. So funny. That'd be so funny. All right, Kendall, how many bocce balls do you think you could hold at one time? Four. Just four? Yeah, I, I got a small hand and not really a lot of like a great deal of coordination. I think I can hold more than four. Yeah, I mean, I think I can hold twenty. Maybe I'm misunderstanding. Can you use your? You can like use your arms and stuff. Oh, I thought you just meant like a, like bare palm. Um, no. Trying to do like a, a gauge right now. You you have to feed them to yourself though. Someone's not going to help you. I'm going to say sixteen. Mm, I was going to say still four because you'll drop them when you reach down to grab a fifth one. I, I have to, Ooh, position players in. I have to preset them up on a table. Preset them up on a table. Just so I can easily grab. All them. right, Kyle. Yes, sir. You play Kendall in a thousand games of tic tac toe. How many are you winning? Fifteen. I don't know, Kyle. I don't think either of us ever win. You think you do a thousand draws? I, I mean, unless we really got that kind of bored and tired and just one of us slipped. I just see us doing the same thing over and over again. But you don't, you don't think one of you would sneak out a win like in the first couple rounds, like first like twenty rounds while you're figuring each other out? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I kind of want to play Kendall and Tiki five times and, and like watch him lose three of them, and be like, "Yeah, man, your system's flawed." You know, the, the key to Tic Tac Toe is to let person go first. And then skip your turn so the person goes twice in a row. So let the opponent go twice? Yeah, I'm just joking. That's stupid. That would be, be kind of weird. 
you imagine that? Like, no, no, you, you can go again. Yeah. Ah, right, I'm I'm out of I'm out of hypotheticals. We could do a draft. Could do a draft. We should do a draft. Want to wait for if Machine does in fact return? Yeah, I don't care about him. Nice. That was super aggressive. He's been mean to me all night. I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it was aggressive. Kill him with kindness. Isn't it great when a position player comes in and just gets out? Yeah. Is that on the, the assumption the Phillies are up even more? Up 14 to 4. Against who? The Braves. Oh. Mock said, shooting to be back soon. Snaking out my bathroom pipe. He's a snake. <laughs> I'm going to go with not coming back. Yeah, I mean, unless that's like slang or something, I don't know. Ugh. So I got water again. That's uh, true. Well, it feels like we've been recording for like three hours. <laughs> I'm so tired. All right. Uh, let's, do, let's do a draft. We'll do a little baby draft. All right, let's do it. Kyle, come up with the topic. Let's draft. Let's draft. I got you. Uh, if you don't. Let's draft NBA Sixth Man of the Years. Pulling okay. up the list. Just sorry, it's better for the rumble. I just threw on my air conditioner that doesn't really blow out that cold of air. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm thinking we draft topic. shapes. Shapes? I think it's yeah. All right. Is it like the more shapes. sides? Is it like the more sides, the better? No, like the most useful shape. All right. Are we going? Uh, are we going strictly two dimensional? Uh, whatever your heart desires. All right. What's the order? Um, I'm gonna go first. Um, that's not how that works. <laughs> it's not the souls random generator. <laughs> I'm gonna go second, and then Paul's gonna go third and fourth. Kendall's gonna go five and nine. So no one picks first. <laughs> it's just like tick tick toe. No, no, you go, you go. <laughs> How about this? Can I have the first six picks, and then you guys can each have 12 after? <laughs> All right, Kendall, what's the generator? All right. The order is Paul, Souls, me. Nice, All right. nice, nice. So I'm up first. I'm going, I'm going Sphere. Good pick, good pick. It's a solid number one pick. I'm going with the uh, square. Nice. All right, I'll take the triangle here. Not a useful fucking shape, you idiot. You'll see. Yield. All right, it's back to me. We're we doing back. We're we doing. Yep. All right. Um, I am going to take. Hey, our call is going to end in five minutes. 
10 minutes. I got five. Oh, well, I can always recall. I'm taking the diamond here. The rhombus, you mean? The rhombus is what I meant. It's spherical. No, no, I have the sphere. I know. I'm going to go with the... Uh, let's see what else is here. Let's go with the... Kyle's already out of shapes. Yeah, no, man. It's I'm gonna go with the octagon. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the cube. Wait, did he have back to back? No, no, I have back. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm gonna take the cube, and then I'm gonna take the uh, cylinder. Oh, we're going these shapes, Paul? Huh? What? You're a good guy, dude. The cylinder's a 3D shape. I know. I know. Didn't right. know. Didn't know. I'm up, Kendall. I know. I was letting you know. I'm going with the oval. Nice. Thanks, man. I'm going to take uh, the oval. We don't have to finish. Right, this will be our last round right here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take the hexagon and the rectangle. Nice. I'm going to take the... I'm going to take the... Hmm... And for the listeners at home, if you haven't blown your brains out yet, we want to thank you. <laughs> hey, man. Take... This is good content. <laughs> yeah, you name me another podcast that's doing a draft of shapes. I'm going to take the, uh, the acute triangle. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a real dark horse here. I'm going to go trapezoid. Good for you. Good for you. Yep. Uh, can't believe nobody picked the heart. <laughs> Didn't even or the consider it. Or, or the crescent. Yeah. Both of those never would have crossed my mind. All right. Now I think we. I think now we draft types of poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. All right. There's our draft. What else we got? <laughs> Do you want me to recall you guys? With is it, it says ending in seven minutes. I don't know what it says for you guys. It doesn't say anything for me. No. Mine was five minutes, three minutes ago. Which means I don't, I don't even know where you guys see this information. We're in the, the bottom. I just got right an update. Hand. I got nothing. Oh, my call ends in seven minutes. Oh, see? Or we could just take it down to the you know the seven minutes and then you know, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. I, I got to be honest with you. I don't know how much more I have in me. I'm I'm deliriously tired. Yeah. Listen. Let's just take it down to the 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 final couple minutes here, and then uh, you know, we'll just I'll just patch on one of our great brother trips. Great goose. 
Greg Goose. Hey, we Greg should do Goose. we should do birds that live in or near the water and make sure Kyle doesn't get the first pick. <laughs> Come on. Make sure you get stuck with swans. Come on. Shampoo is better. <laughs> it makes your hair silky and smooth. No conditioner is better. I get the number one overall pick. I'm going Mallard for sure. God damn it, Paul. Listen, that is the Come. best pick. The Mallard is the, is the premier waterfowl. I know it is. Don't Followed very closely by the Pelican. Astros have the Yankees number. Fuck the Yankees. Listen, I think the Astros have all of the New York baseball teams' numbers. I think the Astros have Kate Upton's number. That they do. <laughs> hey, you know, you know how Kendall always gets the last pick, Kyle? Mm-hmm. We should do a draft where we draft Kate Upton's boobs and then watch Kendall knock it either. I'm down. I'm down. Draft I got right one. <laughs> Not if I go first. <laughs> now that I know where your chips lie, there's something milky about that one. <laughs> we need to cut the show. We are being bad. Like, I can't believe I didn't get a, the third pick in the boob draft. <laughs> you did. You you can have the you can have the sweat. <laughs> You have the little crease in between the tits. Fine, I'll draft it. All know? right, I think I think we call it. I think we're all tired. We've all had long days. <laughs> we gave the listener something for the fourth. It's a special whatever show. Is it good? Nope, but it's something. <laughs> we did what we could. Right, and uh, you know, stay tuned. We have uh, I don't know. We'll play uh, Cliffside. Cliffside's a classic. Cliffside will play after this. So if you yeah, Cliffside. Our trip to Cliffside, which was man, many, many years ago now, but uh, brewery in Wallingford. Uh, haven't gone back in a while, but they're still up and running. Cool spot. Yeah, actually, I, I, a, I met with the guy the other day, so we're thinking about getting something going. Oh, very cool. Yeah, pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah, pre-COVID, post-COVID, no in-COVID. Exactly. Uh, do, we'll do a super quick beer review, Kendall. What you think of your? Uh, Whatever the hell you had. I enjoy this. So, truth be told, I, I don't really order old fashions out. I have a handful of times, but it tasted just as good, if not better. You know, I'll say it's on par, if not better, than any uh, old fashioned I've had made by a bartender. Uh, so, go to New Bullet. Uh, five five stars, just five stars flat, would absolutely get again. So, go to New. Nice. Souls, how was the yellow vitamin water? Um, it's a it's a classic drink, you know. Me and Paul drink it a lot. Um, yeah, I recommend it to all the guys and gals that would like to change their palate from soda or water to this nice, tasty, citrusy drink. Kyle, I like Give your sales five... pitch. I like your sales oh, pitch. Do you want something with just as much sugar as soda, but not soda? <laughs> Do you like drinking water but wish, hey, this doesn't have enough sugar? <laughs> well, now introducing to you the non-carbonated sugar water. Kyle Wonka over here. Do you want to look at people who drink soda and think, man, how how, unhe- how unhealthy are they? <laughs> I give it I a had... 25 out of 25. Nice. I drank Amelia. And uh, it was a uh, sour with watermelon. Kyle, I actually think you might 
might like this sour. It's very watery. Is it because of? Is it because I'm never mind? Shut up. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's pretty good. I mean, I, I I've kind of lost my uh my appetite for sours, but I got it because my offspring's name is Amelia, so I had to uh I had to get the can. Um, I, I would not give it a, because he's. I'd give it a three four. There you go. A good old vibe. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll do our quick plugs real quick before we run out of time. Um, make sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, at uh, Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is at GSCBD underscore four. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pandora, wherever you find stuff, you find us. Um, I'm going to let you know my call ends in under a minute so i'm gonna say souls is out all right uh peter pino show it's the boo show on a hiatus hell fucking yeah whatever all those shows that's how's right. that kendall that's right uh all right that's it oh i'm your host is cupcake the riddler nope souls and the red of red baron happy fourth of july now <laughs> Home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pinot Show. Peter Pinot Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep a company. We keep her happy. In three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Yep. Yes. Solzy. J-Mart. And then Red Baron is at the controls today. He, he doesn't have a microphone because we are joined here today. We're actually doing our first remote from Cliffside Brewing here in Wallingford. And we're joined by Dave and Samantha. Hi, thanks for having us, or thanks hey guys. for being here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is exciting. It's our first remote broadcast. Um, Getting out there. Yeah, we'll keep yeah. The, the, the craft beer thing going. This is about as craft as it gets, so we're really excited. So we'll kind of do our normal intro, and we'll delve in. Um, our starting lineup today, of course, is Cliffside Beers. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be going lightest to darkest. So our first beer is going to be the New England IPA, followed by the Maybach Ale, and their Dry Stout. So it's going to be real exciting. I'm so, looking forward to it. Yeah, unfortunately, we can't make the ch sound. <laughs> That's okay. We can we'll edit it, it in three. after. Yeah. We'll do it on three. One, two, three. Ch. There we go. Um, Actually, I, I'd yeah. suggest doing the New England IPA last. Last, okay. Because that's going to be the hoppiest, and it's going to overpower the other two. All right, well, yeah. You're the master. You're going to yeah. tell us what to do. <laughs> um, so our toast of excellence um, is to, I know this one's a real favorite for Makshin Washable and, and J-Mart. And, and I don't think Kyle likes him either. He's all right. Lonzo Ball, the youngest, the youngest player in NBA history to record a triple-double at the age of 20 years old and 15 days. Whatever. I think it was like, <laughs> it wasn't even that impressive of a triple-double, but no. I think it was like six days. Nonetheless, a triple-double. Five. 20 years, well, was 20 five, days. Five days younger than LeBron, so yay. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So um, 
Kendall's going to hop on the mic. He's got to do his, his shot. So, Kendall, why don't you go? Uh, Red Baron, sorry. Why don't you go ahead and do your, your punishment shot for punishment the, shot. the shot trivia? Well, this will help you pour. Yeah, we'll do what we can. And then um, he'll have his, uh, his <laughs> trivia for us. Now, a little um, shaky there, Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> I just go two and a half hours later. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Dave and Samantha, you won't be on the show next week to do the dis- disgusting shot, but you're more than welcome to take a guess. Ooh, okay. And if you're wrong, like just pick one of us. If you're one of you is the, the most wrong, you get to, you can assign one of us to do it. Or so, we get to come next week. Or you can come okay. next week True. and do a double cool. shot. We'll do double shots. All right. You don't so, want the private stock. <laughs> okay. Uh, so over the weekend, uh, we watched... Uh, football obviously you know that's what we do and uh, we saw a Redskins player his name escapes me I should have looked that up beforehand we saw the one-handed catch and I think better than Odell Beckham Maurice Harris thank you souls and it made me think all right let's see how many uh, touchdowns Odell has at this point so how many touchdowns do you think he has to this point in his career I'm gonna go with 44 29 I'm gonna say 18. 42. 42? 42 is a good number. But I'm going to go with 69. There you <laughs> go. He knows a thing. I'm going to say 34. Wow. The correct answer is 38. Ooh. Wow. Is that me? That was you. That's the closest. Uh, thank winner. you. Thank I, you. I think I was the most wrong. <laughs> I, think, I think I was. I said in the teens. Yeah. 18, I think. <laughs> 69. 69. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, so uh, disgusting shots, private stock, more fun stuff. It's horrible. So, um, yeah, so Cliffside Brewing. Yeah. We're here. We're excited. It's opened up in Wallingford, right on Center Street, so it's very local. Um, how are you guys doing so far? Excited? Doing great. We can barely keep the beer on tap. Yeah, doing really keep- well. That's never a bad thing, then. <laughs> no. You guys, were you the first brewery in Wallingford? I know there's two, right? Well, there's another one. What's the name of that? Uh, uh, Front, Front Porch. Front Porch. They've been here, I think, for about two years, but they haven't had their license. So they haven't been able to officially open their doors. Oh, okay. uh, they've been working on it for a long time. They did just open up uh, two weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. So you guys so, are officially the first brewery in Wallingford. Licensed we brewery. Are, yeah. yes. That's awesome. Yep. Came, just snuck right in there. Yep, <laughs> yep. yep. Well, we were just, I, think I, I bet we with... pissed them off when we got our license before they did. <laughs> yeah, right? You probably motivated them. It's a healthy competition now. I think it was with Machine Launch, but we were just driving up Center Street one day. I think we were actually, you know, as embarrassing as it be, I think we were playing Pokemon. Probably. And we were just driving by, and we just saw the, the, the engraving or the, you know, the, in the window, and we were like, wait a minute. That wasn't, th- that wasn't there two days ago. <laughs> and so here we are. So uh, we'll kind of, you know, talk about the background of you guys. So what what intrigued you to get into brewing? I know you said earlier, six years, right, you've been brewing? Six years, yep. So what, what <clears throat> motivated you to start brewing well, beer? actually, there's a little bit of a story there. It's a short story, but there is a story. So we've, we had apple trees in our yard, and uh, every year all these hundreds and hundreds of apples would just fall on the ground and go to waste, and I'd have to pick them all up and take, haul them off. And one year I thought, it must be something I can do with these apples. So I made hard cider. And it was a real pain in the butt. <laughs> Put it all through a food processor and got about a gallon of apple juice out of it. Fermented Hundreds it. of apples. Oh, yeah. I mean, when we say apples, like... 
Oh, I bet. Apples. So this, this was a process. Gal- for one yeah. gallon. Well, well uh, I mean, I, I processed maybe 50 apples, and that made one gallon. And by that point, I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On to and, the next thing. <laughs> but it was pretty good. It, it, the cider was pretty good. So I thought, you know, what else can I turn into alcohol? Yep. And so I tried brewing. Nice. Rest and is so history. You started off real small, right, in your garage? Is that where you yep. were doing it? Well, actually, I started off in the kitchen on the... We have a gas stove, and I had a turkey, uh, one of those pots that you, you yeah. deep fry a turkey yeah, yeah. in. Mm-hmm. That was my first boil kettle. Nice. And Started real small then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a seven-gallon kettle. And now you yeah. got your own your own facility. Yeah, well, it's, the definition it's still small. It's a homegrown but, brewery. Right. Yep. It's something. So how did, how did, Samantha, how did you become part of the, the Cliffside family then? I mean, I know your daughter, right? Yes. So... so uh, Brewer Dave is my father. Um, so I. So we're not going to mention how she got became part of the family. <laughs> it was Thirty years ago. Huh. No. Um, so you know, I've I've kind of been there all along, tasting all the beers, seeing what works, what doesn't. Um, my friends have all been super excited about this process because as uh, the batches got larger, he was able to make some kegs for parties, and you know, I have a holiday party every year, and. He would make uh, his red ale for us, which was great. It's a good little resource to have. Yeah, It's <laughs> amazing. I mean, hey, I can go down the street to my parents' house, and uh, they've got their kegerator and, you know, bring my growler over. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, a lot of my friends were kind of pushing uh, to see more beer, and people were just really liking what he was making. And, you know, it was kind of the logical next step. So it's really exciting to be here. I have friends who come almost every day that we're open. So, you know, they, they have to pay now, but <laughs> they, they still come. So you guys have three beers on tap, the three we're going to try in a little bit. And then you guys do some, like, partner brewing type of deal, other local brews. Yep, got guest beers. So guest we have, beers, we have right? eight taps, so we try to keep them all full. Right. With ours a, or somebody else's. It's a, it's a cool concept. I mean, you know, we... Not a lot of these bigger facilities don't do that type of thing because they can make enough that they don't need it. So, right, yeah. you know. but it, it's a it's a it's a cool concept, yeah. Especially to compare and contrast beers type of deal. But um, so are you guys looking in the you know near future, far future to add more of your own beers to those taps? Oh, absolutely. Um, as I was telling you guys earlier, <clears throat> right now I make about one barrel a week, which is two kegs. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, in the short term, I'm going to be doubling that to two barrels a week. And then shortly after that, I'll double it again to four barrels a week. And at that point, we should easily be able to fill all the taps. Which is exciting. Because, I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's not that far. No, right? no. It's not that far. Yeah. It's not something you're, it's not, you're not looking at it as two years from now. No, 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 no. You're looking, like, you know, weeks, within months. Within three or four months, probably. That's real exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Especially for, you know, the craft beer market is growing really yeah. fast. and It's become a culture, pretty much. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's craft beer and craft bourbon. It's kind of the way it's going. So it's really exciting. Um, so we'll kind of let's talk about the beers. That's the fun stuff. So which beer do you want us to taste first? I would suggest the Maybach. That's right. the lightest, well, lightest colored and... And the most delicious. So needless <laughs> to say, your favorite then. My favorite. Well, of these three, it's my favorite. Okay. So we got the... This is the Maybach. And we're looking at it. It's a... Uh, we got 7.9%, so healthy percentage. Yep. Which is exciting. And you said light in color, not that malty. <clears throat> it's uh, it, 
less it's a little, malty. It's a little sweeter than, than right. some beers, less malty. Not It's light on the hops. So, I mean, I, I don't know if this, you know, from what I've seen in other craft breweries, this isn't traditionally like a popular beer to brew, right? I feel like I see more people brew like four or five IPAs, like one right. stout, yeah. one porter, mm-hmm. maybe maybe like a Hefeweizen or something like that. So what, what made you decide to go this route? Um, actually, have you ever heard of Dead Guy Ale? Yeah. That's a Maybach. So I, I used to like that a lot. So that turned me on to Maybachs in general. And so I just came up with my own recipe to not simulate it, but, you know, it's in the same style. It is very good. Yeah, very smooth. Thank you. Big fan. This one sneaks up on you. It's, I was going it, to say, it, goes it doesn't down, feel like seven. It goes down very <laughs> light and smooth, and yeah. I, I hit pint number two, and <laughs> whoa. That's when you call a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ones where like you don't realize until you stand up to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. 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 And then you're, grapping, you're just like grasping onto the wall just to stand up. And you're just like, okay. So, you know, you, you said that you, you brewed, you, you mentioned red ale. Um, that was one of your favorite. Is that your favorite of all time that he's brewed? Uh, he will have to tell you about my favorite because my favorite is probably uh, what we have called the sweet ale, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which uh, was maybe a happy accident, happy mistake, uh, something kind <clears throat> of new. Uh, my dad could probably tell you a little bit more about that, though. Yeah, let's hear about it. That's, that's very intriguing. Never heard anything <laughs> called a sweet ale. So. No, we I... ran out of it in a single weekend. Yes. Well, that was my actually my first attempt at making the Maybach on the new equipment. And, in fact, it might have been either my very first or second batch on the new equipment. And so I, there were some settings and whatnot that I hadn't really figured out yet, temperature settings and, and uh, how everything was going to react during the process. Um, and so it turned out a lot sweeter than I had expected. Um, it was delicious. But it was a hit. <laughs> and we ran out of it. We had our grand opening, and it was gone. I, wow. When I first tasted it, I was like, this is sickeningly sweet. I just, <laughs> I came very close to dumping the entire batch. Oh, it's and so then my good, daughter though. and wife tried it and they liked it and they convinced me to put it on tap and it was gone in a weekend. Uh, people buy beer. Yeah. <laughs> that's really it. They buy it. And I think, I think there was kind of that intriguing aspect yeah, where they were ale. like, what is this? What the hell is that? <laughs> is this something that you th- are you going to be able to brew it again? Or uh, it's a good question. That's the question. <laughs> so we just got, just got to go get different equipment. I, I took good notes, so if I can just replicate what I did wrong the first time, yeah. then what he did maybe right. I can do it wrong again. <laughs> you could have it listed as so sweet right. ale with a question mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> experimental brew. Yeah. No, that's, but I mean, that's how a lot of things kind of go, I feel like, in the both beer and liquor industries and a lot of them are just accidents mm-hmm. yeah and the unfortunate thing is when you know they can't replicate it so i'm hoping you guys can replicate it. i'd like to try it yeah yeah and then so you said and then so you want to do the stout next right yes yeah, so, so that we're do the, stout next. do the ipa last so this one i'm a big fan of the dark beers that's no secret on the show okay usually when we do our our starting lineups everyone has something different <laughs> from a different brewery Mine is usually something in the 22-ounce variety <laughs> and very dark and heavy. Um, so I'm very excited about this. Well, I would call this dark, but I wouldn't call it heavy. Right. Well, it doesn't look heavy. It's weird. It, it's funny. You can, like, after drinking so many of them, like, dark beers, <laughs> like, I've, it looks the same to, like, my girlfriend. She'll look at a beer, and she'll just be like, it, it doesn't look any different. Like, Guinness doesn't look any different to her than, like, 
Goose Islands, Bourbon County, or KBS or something, but like I know the difference just looking at it. Um, so yeah, tell us uh, tell us about this one. Well, it's just a dry stout. Not much to say about it. It's a four and a half percent alcohol. Uh, it's kind of light, easy to drink. Yeah. Low on hops. A uh, little malty. I'm this, a fan. this one's great because we get a lot of uh, a lot of women who come in uh, with their husbands and they say, you know, I, I'm not a beer person. I don't like beer. And they especially want to stay away from the dark-colored beers. And I always convince them, like, give this one a try. I'm generally not a big stout person or, you know, dark beer person myself. And people like it. You know, it goes it goes down a lot easier than they expect. Yeah. I, it's kind of a nice break from, like, where everyone's going because it's not really, like, there's no coffee really to it or anything yeah. like that. And that's kind of the dark beer trend has been very heavy on the coffee yeah. and like usually some weird flavor. It's a very it. simple recipe. Yeah. It's, it's, I like it. Like you said, it's very light. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely, definitely not like a, a lot of dark beers are like one, two, maybe three. Cause sometimes they're like higher percent, but you know, it's light, low percent. I like this. Typically I don't drink stouts cause I don't like coffee, but it's cause it's, you're a wimp. No, I, I don't <laughs> like coffee, but that that's light where I, I could drink that and be okay with it. You're a wimp. Now, what do you think of it, Kyle? Because you're... I'm the same of, as Mark. You don't like coffee. <laughs> coffee is terrible. <laughs> All right. And this one's pretty good for... I don't drink... I don't know names. It's a stout. Basically, <laughs> Kyle's saying, this is good for being, you know... <laughs> Kyle, Kyle's not really... We've gotten Articulate? him into... <laughs> we've gotten him into some more craft beers, but he's kind of like the, the juicy IPA kind of thing. That's his thing. So like he really likes like the the, the two juicies and like he's had like it's the sip of sunshine and stuff like that. But for the most part, he kind of is just like a Milwaukee's best kind of guy. He just I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is this is very good. Um, and then the IPA is this. So is this your best selling beer that you've put out so far? Uh, what's your best selling beer you've had out so far? Well, I mean, I know the sweet, sweet ale and the apricot. <laughs> the apricot ale. Which is really? you, was gone got in two hours right? wow. of opening. Well, and we literally actually... had people come in the same day saying, "Oh, my friend said they had this beer, and it was gone." Wow, <laughs> oh. good for you. And you have you have the apricot fermenting currently, right? Yes, that yes. one in a, a winter ale. Winter right? ale. Yep. So those will be exciting to have on on tap soon. Um, so let's let's delve in, let's delve into the IPA. I'm excited. It's I usually stop drinking IPAs around October because <laughs> once the first dark beers start coming out, I get very excited. <laughs> but I like it because it looks very, it's very thick looking. Nice and cloudy. Yeah. It's a, a New England style IPA. So it's got some oatmeal in it for body. Mm-hmm. It's a very low on the bitterness hops. Um, and But then a ton of flavoring and aromatic hops. Dry hopped. Yeah. It, when I tasted it, like the, the minute it hit my palate, it kind of like, to me it tasted like a cross of no filter from Hooker and Captain's Daughter from Grayson. Which, like, I mean, I know it's not a double IPA, but it's, like, like that kind of, like, a lot of flavor and, like, the bitterness from the hops, but not overkill on anything. Well, yeah. it, it actually is a double IPA. It's like, oh, it is a double IPA. It's like, like 8%. 8%. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. Keep drinking it, then. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely do like how it, it's not completely hopped out. It's it's a nice balance. Definitely. You see that a lot with the IPAs where yeah. people try and go, like, way too hop-heavy. You know, hop crazy. And, and it's hard to drink them. And they're smooth. We get like pound. these. Yeah, it's like the imperial yeah. IPAs, and then some people even do like the triple IPAs, yeah. and it's just 
it, it's too it's too boozy. It's, like the, it's the, just like drinking grain alcohol that someone poured a little bit of IPA <laughs> into. It's like the uh, Dogfish 120. If you don't let it age for like eight years. Yeah. <laughs> but even still, they're like 15%. Yeah, they're pretty heavy. They're, they're rough. Yeah, so, I mean, these these are really good. You guys Thank did you. a good job. Thank you. Yeah. So, what, what's, what do you have in the future for beers? I know you said the apricot in the winter, but do you have any... Any recipes that aren't a secret or anything? You have any any beers that you're looking to make after these? Well, the ones after the, <coughs> excuse me, after the uh, winter ale and the apricot, I'm just going to cycle around back to some that we've done already, like the brown and the red, and. Um, yeah, the brown was actually your first. Yeah. That was that was before the sweet ale. Before the sweet ale. The brown okay. is kind of a just a big favorite among everyone, um, but the red is also really so good. You guys have been <laughs> open for how long now? One month, five weeks, I think. Yeah, we opened on October 7th. So you've been open for about five weeks, and, how, and it seems like you've already had, like, over a half dozen beers on tap, oh, yeah. which is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. especially yeah. for, you said, you know, you're only brewing, you know, about two kegs a week. Right. So that, that's a lot of different beer. I mean, you go to a lot of bigger breweries, tap rooms, and it's just they just have their everyday stuff on tap. I mean, it's a large variety, but it doesn't change. Well, that's the nice thing about doing small batch is that, that you can experiment a lot more because... If you have a miss, if it if it's horrible and it doesn't sell, it's not that big a deal. You dump it and you move on. Right. I haven't had to dump one yet. I almost <laughs> did, but I haven't. Thank goodness. Yeah, you I did say it. it worked out for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to have an extra set of like taste buds on hand then. Yeah, yeah. it was. I'm Especially glad I didn't dump likes it. Beer. Always willing to be a taste tester. <laughs> say if you're hiring for that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a full time job I'm willing to apply for. Um, so. You know, we, we kind of briefly talked about it before we recorded and everything, but so do you guys have plans to kind of outsource your beer, go to different breweries um, that do, you know, beer sharing type of deal or growler fills, canning, anything like that? Uh, <clears throat> so right now, like I said, we're only doing one keg a, a week, mm-hmm. uh, one, one, one barrel a week, which is two kegs. Um, but short-term plans is, is to increase that up to four kegs a week or four Sorry, four barrels a week, which is eight kegs. So at that point, we'll be able to do growlers. Right now, we can't do growlers because right. we just don't have the capacity. Well, I mean, you um, get something, like you said, the sweet ale that's as popular as it is. Right. It's gone just in flights and pints. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, in a matter of hours. It, yeah. th- that, that was impressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. <laughs> Made me a little sad. We had, we had you know, <laughs> some people coming in later, like, so you I'm know, hoping so it's sad to tell them no. <laughs> two, three months, we'll be, have the capacity to... Start doing growlers, and uh, and once we get to four barrels a week, uh, we may be able to do a little bit of distribution, just local stuff. Yeah, Which is, I mean that's exciting. I mean it's one of those things. You know, Stubborn Beauty in Middletown is kind of one of those types of deals. Very small, not a lot of beers on tap. I mean they just I think in the past six months started canning um, Stubborn uh, what is it Nummy Nummy. Yeah, and that's the only one that gets distributed out. And it's blowing up. Yeah, and it I mean blew- so. I mean, that, that doesn't yeah. seem like it could be something that's too far out for you guys. Yeah, and if, I mean, if, we, if we find a good recipe, too, we can always outsource it to somebody like uh, Stony Creek yeah, uh, somebody to, with to the brew facility. for us. Yeah, somebody with the facility to do Right, that, right. Which is really exciting. I mean, it, it's exciting to see. I mean, you, you get a lot of breweries that come up, and, you know, we've talked about all the different beers you guys have been making. It's exciting because I've really only heard you mention one IPA out of all of these. You're not, you don't seem like the brewery that's, you know, hey, here's a New England IPA, here's a West Coast IPA, here's, you know, a dry hop double IPA. It's like you're actually, like, exploring well, all the spectrums of beer. Truthfully, I've got 
a wife and two daughters, <laughs> so they're not big IPA fans. So to keep them happy, I got used to. Doing, I would just like to say I think people are experiencing IPA fatigue. All right, we get people who come in here and they are like, "It is so nice to come into a brewery that is not just eight IPAs." Yeah, it's true. It's definitely true. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about the show. I work at a, a liquor store, a fairly large one. And we get the, the craft beers, and we get the limited stuff, you know, the, the captain's daughter, the no-filter headway, and, and it, they're selling less and less. Sip of Sunshine's the only one that still flies, and that's only because it's the, the limitedness the of it. But all the other ones, they sit, and, you know, we have a limited beer cooler, and we get the same amount of cases, and they just last a little longer every time. And like you said, it's, they, the thing with the IPs, I feel it burns your palate out real easy, especially the companies that go high on the hops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a refreshing, mm-hmm. like I said, it's refreshing to come into a place and have three different styles of beer, especially the stout. Big fan. <laughs> Plus the IPAs right now, that's the craze, the the hazy, you know, citrus IPA. So, you know, it's nice you have one for the people that like it, but like you said, you have other things. It's it's nice. You don't see it in a lot of breweries now. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Well, you know, a big thing, too, with the holidays coming up, I know you guys don't do um, growlers and whatnot yet, and that might be, that's probably not going to happen before Thanksgiving or, no, or Christmas come not. around. But um, for future sakes or people, you know, you guys are in a very prime location for people to get food and bring it down to your brewery. There's, Absolutely. You know, Wallingford's definitely not short on restaurants, that's yep. for sure. <laughs> um, have you experimented with what beers pair well with, like, what foods? I know that's, like, a big thing people have kind of been doing. Um, with, like, you know, how wine has done it forever. This is, you know, Pinot Noir for Thanksgiving, but people have been doing it more with beers. Have you guys That's true. I mean, but my problem is is that I like beer. So, you know, you give <laughs> me a that's beer all our problem. <laughs> something to eat, and I'm happy. It, I yep. don't have really, to Really, honestly, food, food just slows down the drinking. <laughs> that's all it really does. We, we've actually been talking to uh, some, some local businesses about doing some pairing nights. So there's a great cupcake company down the street, and... Yep. We would love to set up a beer and cupcake pairing because we think that's a little different, and uh, we think it would be a lot of fun. So we're we're definitely open to it. Light on light on the calories, <laughs> real light, super like light. You know, it's it's very carb food, light. So, you know, you, you you offset the health food of the beer with the cupcake. Well, beer beer's <laughs> just made from stuff that grows in the ground, so it's like a salad anyway. It's it's a sandwich it in a, a bottle. Salad. Well yeah, said. Well it's said. Liquid bread. <laughs> yep. No one accepts it when I say that. I do. The doctor doesn't accept it? No. Kendall no. does. He's <laughs> nodding. I've always accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you, so the winter ale, you said, I know you said the apricot. Is this your first experiment with the winter ale? Have you? Have it you is. Ever, yes. So this is, I've made it. So you're, you haven't even tasted it yet. You have no I, idea. I what, tasted it. And. So far, so good? So far, so good. Yeah. I mean, I tasted it before it had finished fermenting, so that's always <laughs> a little <laughs> iffy. A little, little sketch? Yeah, yeah. Can you give us some notes on it? What, what's it? What's its, well, its portfolio looking it's, like it's, thus far? It's actually very similar to the dry stout. Okay. That's, it's ba- the base is it's not exactly the dry stout, but it's similar. And then we've got, on top of that, the spices of uh, the winter ales, which includes cinnamon, nutmeg, and um, something else. Allspice. Plus a fourth secret ingredient. No, oak, oak chips and another secret ingredient. Secret ingredients. Secret. It's yes. love. It's love. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to tell them. Secrets <laughs> out. Even, even <laughs> if that's a secret, you can't you can't just use that. I mean, there's certain amounts of love that you just 
It's very limited. So <laughs> you guys were talking earlier, too, about trivia night. Yes. Which is, that's something everybody has kind of been doing. That's like a big thing. So you guys, have, you just have your first trivia night, or is it something you've been doing for a little while? We did. We just had our very first trivia night this past Friday. Uh, it's something that we're going to be doing regularly the second Friday of each month. Um, and it, it went great. We had a full house and uh, had some great prizes, and I think uh, everyone had a lot of fun. So is it is it all trivia? Is it beer trivia? I mean, some places do... It's it's a mix. So yeah. um, I make the trivia myself and run it um, to everyone's complete joy. Um, so we do uh, four different rounds, and each round is a different category, uh, which, you know, range from sports to history to literature to pop culture. And then our... Uh, we do a photo round in between, and that is always beer-related. So this past uh, Friday, uh, for our first trivia night, we did name that brewery, and it was a picture of each brewery's logo, and it was uh, all Connecticut breweries. So it was a point to name the brewery and a point to name the town in which it was located. It's Everyone cool. did relatively well. We had one team get them all completely correct. Wow. So. Cheaters. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it was per- impressive. They were also the fastest. So that's the, that's the person, like that's like the husband who has like a family, it like was. a wife and four kids. And they were there. And there's no milk or, <laughs> there's no milk or cheese in the fridge. It's just 18 growlers <laughs> full of beer. They were there. He had that his wife like and fridge. two children with him, including an infant, um, which was great. We are very kid friendly here. So they played some games and had some popcorn while dad kicked butt in the uh, beer trivia. Well, that's a fun thing that you guys have too. I noticed you yeah, have the shelf of games going. Cold I mean, I've here. seen that in, I've seen that in bars. Like you know, the Hop Knot does that in Middletown. That's like kind of one of their big like coined things. But you don't really see it in breweries. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is kind of a more laid back. It's not as doesn't not as hectic as a like a Two Roads or a Stony Creek type of thing. Two Roads is mayhem when you get in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, you get in and it's you have to fight for your life to get a beer, but. Well, here it's more, it's, you know, it's like, I mean, and you guys are busy. It's not like mm-hmm. you guys don't experience the foot traffic, especially on Center Street here for anybody who's been to Wallingford. You know, we're all from here, but it's, this is a very high foot traffic street, and yeah. you know, especially right next to the, the gazebo, with, you know, especially in the center this time of, town, of the year, so. they have the uh, bar crawl coming up yeah. right. Thanksgiving. Yep. <clears throat> well, are you guys a part well, of that? Well, normally, oh, the, 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 the bar crawl, will that be? Uh, so that is the day before Thanksgiving, which I believe is the second most popular drinking night of the oh, year yeah. after yep. uh, New Year's. Don't yep. drive that night. <laughs> Do no, not no. drive. Let well, me that's why I'm glad I live like 30 feet. That, yeah. That's what it is. Everybody's home. It's, it doesn't matter. What, it's bars, breweries, liquor stores. It's Thanksgiving Eve is absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just... Well, everyone comes home and what else Everybody you comes do home. You, home? you gotta what, see your family. Is, <laughs> the only way to deal with that much family is to drink. <laughs> a lot. And, yeah, it's it's absurd. We have we we just had a woman come in preparing for her her family. She's got uh, she's gonna have twenty seven family members coming from out of state Ooh. to stay with her she from from Wednesday <laughs> until Sunday. And she already in her house. She has six kids that are all in college. They're not all staying with her. She, she needs they? whiskey, not beer. Yeah. 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 Well, Cancel Thanksgiving. <laughs> she, she bought close to $6,000 worth of oh, wine, yeah. liquor, and beer. God. And, wow. And, and, and I wish I had that budget. Well, the best part yeah. was she didn't skimp on anything. I think the cheapest bottle of wine she bought was $17. She's in Wallingford? No, this was in Middletown. She <laughs> oh, lives, she lives okay. in, um, she lives in Weathersfield. this party? Kyle, she might be single. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> with six kids, I don't know if that's worth being single for. Step up, Kyle. You got but this. But like I said, it's, it's just... 
you know, bars, breweries, it's insane. So will you guys, you know, I'm sorry to interrupt it, but will you guys be a part of that, the bar crawl? So there is a um, pub crawl that happens down Center Street every year, and we definitely looked into joining. However, there is um, Holiday Stroll happens in Wallingford on December 1st, which is, you know, like a week and a half afterwards. And the problem, again, is with, um, you know, how much we actually have in stock. So we just don't know that we would have enough for both. So it's part of that problem is that I was out of the country for 10 days. So I missed three brew weekends. Right. So we're like, we're like almost out now. And then we got these two big events coming up that we're just unfortunately not prepared for. Right. Well, I mean, you said you've only been open five weeks. Right. I mean, it's not, and we pushed that five weeks because I found out about the Wallingford festival like at the last minute, and then I decided I'm going to push my opening date because I wasn't going to open for like three or four more weeks. So I pushed it up just to, to, to hit that festival. Yeah. And that wiped us out completely. We, we closed. Worked out for you. The, the, we, we were closed, what, not the next weekend, but the weekend after. Yep. We, we have just been kind of playing catch up ever yeah. since. Yeah. So yeah. we will And then we will I was not. out of town. It's I a, couldn't, didn't brew. So it sounds yeah. like a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it just. Well, so, for us, not for, you know, right, our exactly. customers. <laughs> well, I hope everyone doesn't get, start getting yeah. tired of us being out of beer and stop <laughs> coming, you know. Well, and, you know, that's that's part of the, you know, part of the thing. We're, you know, plugging you guys that so people who listen, they know yeah. that more beers coming in the future. And we're going to expand, so this will be less of a problem in the future. You know, which is always exciting. Um so you guys um I had a question in my head and I completely forgot it. Oh, come on. Uh, it's there come somewhere. <laughs> it's it's there somewhere. I don't remember what it is though. <laughs> you have a question? So actually to back to the first question, Perfect. I don't think we <laughs> answered it. Uh, I think we're not going to be open the day before Thanksgiving. Right. So we're saving our beer for the the stroll. The, the stroll. For the holiday stroll, which will be during our regular hours. So we will just maintain so what our works. hours are right now. We're just open on Fridays and Saturdays. So all you alcoholics can just go buy whiskey or there's actually a distillery in Wallingford. Yeah. Right? So they can go hit that place. Well, Wallingford's like, you know, when I first met uh, our producer here, uh, Red Baron, sorry, I almost called you Kendall again. Um, <laughs> The Red Baron, you know, I hadn't actually heard of Wallingford. I'm from Middletown originally, and you know, which is not that far away. You but hadn't I, heard of Wallingford. No, I've just live never. In Middletown? I've never ventured this That's way of the impressive. state. <laughs> I lived in Middletown, and all my family lives it's like in one town over. Right? They all live in Enfield. It's like to say, I live in Wallingford, and I'm in Middletown quite often. So. I've lived in Middletown. All you my know. family lives in Enfield, so I never really ventured this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I think the only time I ever ventured this way was to go to Sonic for the first time, and I didn't even realize what town I was in. But, you know, he's telling me about it. He's like, it's the biggest town you've never heard of. That's how mm-hmm. he coined it. That's pretty much but, I mean, accurate. It's a, like, now we have two breweries, so you've, yeah, see, now you've got we're two on the map now. You've got a distillery. There's three wineries. Yep. Cider. The cider place, yep. yep. And you guys are, um, I don't know who here has heard of it, but there's this place called Ripe. They make uh, bar mixes. That was in Wallingford. They just moved to New Haven to a bigger facility, but hmm. there's a lot I of stuff going on. Didn't know that was a thing. Is that the yeah. organic Yeah, mixes? all yes, organic bar mixes. Like, it's like $10. For one like bottle of bar mix, but actually, Jim, you've had it. it. It's that sour thing. mix that I had in the uh, fridge. Yep. Yeah, at Maple, that was that stuff. So, it's it's good stuff. But like you said, it's it's on the rise. Um, my question popped back into my head. I have two of them. <laughs> so the first one, I know you guys said you know right now you're you're not brewing a whole lot, but you plan to get that way. 
but have have any local bars or anything has anybody kind of reached out to you guys wanting to know about having bars uh, beers on tap and whatnot because several people have absolutely uh, which is, <laughs> that's exciting guys that's from knuckleheads came over yeah um christos, who else was it christos restaurant down the pizza oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yeah they they are ready they said put, put them on our list once we're yep. ready um, we've we've had we've had a lot of people that's asking. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. It's great to mm-hmm. have people asking you. Mm-hmm. That's good. Makes marketing easy, right? As <laughs> 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 I said, you know, craft beer. You know, it's a the, the wonderful thing about the beer industry versus like wine and liquor. From what I've experienced in the working in the industry, is that beer is more of like a family operation. I mean, obviously, you compete. You want to sell your your beer to somebody before they buy somebody else's beer but it seems like craft beer is kind of more family oriented like a lot of promotion for other like breweries and whatnot like we have when we have two roads in our store you know they're they don't shy away from helping somebody if they're like to try their beers but if somebody you know is looking for a beer and like they know they don't have something like that they're not afraid to recommend another local oh, brewery. absolutely we've had so much support from other local breweries i was almost surprise just because being new to this um we had people from um kinsman stop by alvarium stop by they brought us some uh of their beers allagash guys allagash came by um you know we have one of theirs on tap Mm -hmm. uh well nice thing about is is about having all these breweries in one area is that people will will go on a like a a bar crawl or a a brewery crawl you know and they'll hit they'll hit all of them at the same Mm -hmm. time so you know, you don't. You're not really competing with these other breweries. You're it's all like a community. you're all working together. Absolutely. The, the, the bigger I mean, that you can make yeah. the community, then the more people from outside your community come in to visit, which is better for everyone. A couple of years ago, um, I was planning my brother's stag before he got married, and we were doing all the breweries in Brantford. We we're getting raffle gifts and whatnot, and we were about to leave Thimble Island. Thimble Island, and um, we saw like Duvig was close. We weren't gonna go. Mm-hmm. And the bartender at Thimble Island was like, you need to go there mm-hmm. now. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're leaving here, go. And I, I couldn't believe it. It is, like you said, it's like a community, yep. you know, you're competing, but you're working together. It's, I it's, mean, front, front Porch that just opened in Wallingford two weeks ago, um, the day before their grand opening, reached out to us and emailed us and said, hey, is it okay if we shout you out? you know, on social media and with our announcement about our grand opening. And we were like, yeah. So, no. you know, they were like, hey, come, <laughs> come check us out. And, you know, if you're in town, stop by and see Cliffside. They just opened too. And, you know, it's, it's been really great. We have yet to meet them. And they literally were already sending people our way. And we do the same because they their hours are later than ours. So mm-hmm. when we close, you know, we say, hey, head over to Front Porch if you want to keep the party going. I like that, you know, we talked about, like, the hecticness of some of the bigger breweries in Connecticut. I like the, I like the atmosphere of your guys' place because it, it almost feels like you're in a bar versus a brewery. But, like, I mean, like, not hectic crazy, but it's, it's just laid back. It's, it's nice to, you know, sit back and have a couple pints. It's, you know, comfortable seating. Um, I, don't, I don't like to knock breweries, especially being a, you know, a, a craft beer show that we do. But I can't stand going to Two Roads to sit on those stools. It's, it's, it's so uncomfortable <laughs> if you guys haven't been there. It's just those okay. wood stools. There. Oh, it's just... It's well, really cool how they got make the, the padding tables. for you here. Well, you so know, yeah, most you know, breweries relax. are they they are zoned for uh, light industrial, so they have to be in a manufacturing or industrial area. Um, we kind of got it. I'm, I'm not going to call it a variance because that's not the right zoning term. 
I uh, already got slapped for that at the zoning board meeting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, they, the town of Wallingford did an exception for uh, Center Street because they're trying to revitalize Center Street area. Yeah. And they told me that if, if I concentrated on the tap room rather than the brewery, and they limited specifically the size of the brewery compared to the tap room, uh, the tap room had to be two-thirds of the area, and the brewery had to be one-third. So they wanted something that was more uh, public-facing than, mm-hmm. than an actual, just a, a raw brewery. Yeah. So that's kind of, and, and that's kind of what I had in mind anyway yeah. to start with. So it fit perfectly. And so they gave me the exception to build a brewery right on Center Street. Well, I mean, when we got here, you, you asked us, if we wanted the tour and you know you prefaced it with that it would last 15 seconds <laughs> right right and but from the location you guys have i mean it's not really you know it's not built to be a, a mass brew area it's meant to kind of be what it is and it, right. it's working <clears throat> yeah um i noticed you know you guys are open fridays and saturdays um what, what are the hours five five to nine is that what it says five to nine on friday and noon to nine on saturday do you guys have plans of expanding those hours as the, the beer quantities if, go up? If the beer quantities go up and and, and I can find someone to manage the tap room, as I'm pointing to my daughter. Well, we, <laughs> we still both work our day jobs right. uh, full time. So, uh, yeah, if, if he's ready to hire me, I'm ready to run the tap room. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready to work without any benefits. <laughs> you don't need those. Yeah. Yeah. You have beer. You don't, you don't need health uh, insurance, do you? rich. Pint, uh, we'll pints be of beer sounds like a pretty good benefit to me. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's like a, a it, is, it is health food. So. That's like mental health, <laughs> right? Yes. That's really what well, it is. You, you said it's like a salad, basically. Right, exactly. It grows in the ground, it's so it's a salad. You know, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't be that way. So where did the name Cliffside come from? I don't really notice a lot of cliffs in Wallingford, so we would be well, wrong. There is actually <laughs> at least one cliff. Um, not, you probably know where Powder Ridge Ski Resort is. We live on the other side of that mountain, which is Cliffside Drive. Okay. So we live at the bottom of the cliff of Powder Ridge on Cliffside Drive, and it's not easy to come up with a clever name for a brewery that's not already taken as either a brewery or a beer. We came up with so many very clever we names. We had a list of probably all 200 names. Yeah, the time I mean, you you do a, cer- a Google cliff. search on a clever, yeah, clever that's a name. Cliff. That's a view from his house. You know, or something very close. The Red Baron and I, we were talking the other night. Any name for a band, brewery, it's already mm-hmm. taken mm-hmm. if you think of it. Yeah. It's already oh, yeah. gone. You know. At least Absolutely. with a band, it doesn't even have to make sense. It doesn't have to be about <laughs> beer. It doesn't have to be about music. It can be... The, the pet rocks, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> and pe- people, people, but with the brewery, it. you know, mm-hmm. their last album was great. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's not, it's you know, it's it's simple. It's very easy to remember. It's nothing hectic, and like, it's I got mean, a nice flow to it. Well, I mean, it, yeah. and it makes sense too. Like as the as the the brewery gets bigger and the product grows, it's it's where it started. Like you said, you started it, it out of a turkey pot in your kitchen <laughs> on Cliffside Drive. Cliffside Drive. That's where you it was know, born. It's, it's it's been a great way to meet our neighbors. Um, that who live further down the street because they come and they're like, we heard of this brewery they, they, they that wanna, has they the same buy name glasses. as our street and they want you know a T-shirt and oh, yeah. we're like, oh, they well, want a we glass live there. That says Cliffside <laughs> on it because they live on Cliffside. Is the logo is it is it a rep- representation of the cliff? Uh, no, <laughs> no, just, just a nice cliff. Our 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 cliff is not very conducive to logo, <laughs> <laughs> so our graphic artist kind of. She's, she came up with her own. Beefed up the cliff a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Add a little bit more ridge to it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, 
Um, and, and actually, if you squint and look at the logo, you can see a, a frosty beer mug mm -hmm. right in the center. Right of it. in the middle. Oh, yeah. It's kind of hard to see on that one. Look at that one. Yeah. The window, yeah. That's okay. cool. All right. That's Very a, clever. Yeah, it's like subliminal <laughs> messaging. Right? You're looking at it like you're like, oh, let's look at breweries. It's around mountain. Like, I want a beer. <laughs> Wait a minute. Frosty Mountain. Hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we talked about all the different beers that you guys make and everything. Is there, is there one beer that you have tried to make that hasn't worked or something you're really excited to try to make sometime soon? A, a style or a specific recipe twist on a style? Well, knock on wood. I've not had to dump a batch yet. Right. Which my is very first brew. Um, the thing is, I, I read a lot of books. I watched a lot of videos. I, I, I did a lot of research before I even started. He's an engineer. He's uh, very analytical. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Every, so, everything is very... Which has got to be tough for something like brewing, because really it's trial by error. Not really. No? Not is really. It, can you really find I take it, really good notes, <laughs> and if you follow the steps, you end up with good beer. I mean, I'm... Basically, I'm standing on the shoulders of giants that have have figured out the process and how to do it and do it properly, and I'm just replicating what they've been doing all along. And just adding your own little twist to it, yeah, your own cliffside yeah, yeah. twist. So, is it just is it just you two that currently work at the the tap room? Oh, we have two other bartenders, Henry and uh, Krisha, mm -hmm. and they're great. Are they family or just? Nope. They're, well, they're, they've become fam they've family. Be, yeah, right. Yeah, well, they it, have. it kind of works that way. Yeah, yeah. This is how this started. Just a group of degenerates yep. become family one day. But it's you yeah. know, it's it's definitely fun. It's exciting that you guys are, you know, experiencing the volume that you have in terms of traffic. And I mean, did you did you picture it turning out this way? Did you picture opening up your doors and, and running out of beer right away? And of and course. Perfect. Well, then, yeah. that's, that's, that's perfect. I, I thought I'd She's had, shaking her head. I, I was expecting lines going down the street, on Center Street. We were very scared. We were very nervous. Um, it's a scary you know, thing. For, for my dad to do this, though, it's. Well, I'm impressed. I think it's very brave and very cool to actually do something you're really passionate about. And, uh, you know, it sets a great example for my sister and me. Like, he's actually doing what he loves. I mean,. What else would you rather be doing, yeah, you know? That's what, that's, you know? That's what people ask us all the time. Like, you know, oh, you know, do you get paid for this? Is this mm -hmm. your, your daytime job type thing? And it's, it's the same type of thing. It's, you know, we have our day jobs. Yep. We do this because we love it. And if, if something becomes of it one day, mm -hmm. that'd be fantastic. It'd be a great thing to, you know, story yeah. to tell the kids, tell, you know, share with people. But it's doing what you love, which is... Exactly. And I'm just hoping that he creates a beer dynasty and one day it <laughs> will all be mine. Nice inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you have plans of this being your day job one time, one day soon? Uh, is my boss listening to this? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> my job is already worried. They're like, you're going to leave and you're just going to run just going to run the brewery. Like, I, I no, hear that constantly. I would never want how long to am I, How long till I quit? I mean, can I drink at this job? No. <laughs> <laughs> Strike one. Can I walk in and pour a pint? No. <laughs> Do I get to have trivia while I'm working? No. You're out. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> offer different things. So, you know, we talked we talked about the pumpkin beer and all this stuff, the seasonals. I know the winter ale is, is a seasonal type of beer. Do you have other seasonals in the works or anything? Or for the springtime when it comes around? Like or? wheat beers. I've made wheat beers that are pretty good and some Hefeweizens and, and things like that that I haven't made here yet. Uh, they'll, they'll be coming up. 
will you make a pumpkin beer next fall? I'm hoping you say no. <laughs> He's going to say um, no. Good. Good. I don't know. I don't understand the craze for pumpkin beer. You, you, you I don't, were talking about I don't it either. We, we have, we have the, the two roads, uh, uh, Rosemary's Baby on tap. And uh, I'm not a big fan of the pumpkins. I, I can drink like one pint a year. <laughs> I just don't get it. It's like you wouldn't you wouldn't drink pumpkin juice. Like you're not yeah. in Harry Potter. I know. This isn't, you know, you, it, it, it's not a thing. But, it's know, for pies. Some people if, wish they were in Harry but, Potter. But then also. Yeah, but I don't want it for pumpkin juice. <laughs> but also the, so the, the sweet ale I wouldn't up. have made for myself either. I, in fact, I didn't drink it, much of it. Um, but exactly. everyone else liked it. If, so. if there's a demand for it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Then yeah. you make it. Yeah, but not for pumpkin beer. <laughs> that's the one you got to put your foot down on. Just well, he, well he actually, does have actually, the one he won't that let I do the cinnamon sugar rim because he says that's not actually. Appropriate. I will put my foot down on sour beers. Sorry, no, <laughs> no sours here. We were talking about it before before you popped up, Jmart. They're not good. They're, they're, they're not a big fan of sour beers no, here. No, no, it's a it's a small family of people who love them. It's like people, people who that really like enjoy tums. Yeah. And yeah, and mushrooms, things like that. Although I tell you, something really funny is to watch Kyle drink a sour. True. Oh, he <laughs> makes a lot of funny faces. He can't do better very well. We, we've got a great nope. picture of my youngest daughter drinking her first sour beer, mm-hmm. and yeah, the face that oh, she it's made. Terrible. Yeah. I think I think the reason I like sour is like, I mean I I enjoy bitter, but with sour beers I've just found like like ingredients like there's weird ingredients that they add into them bacteria you, yeah like you but like fungus <laughs> literally <laughs> no it's literally bacteria yeah, that's what makes it sour that's like, a good one there's like the guys oh that's a good that's good <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's like you know like the geyser goes from two roads they eat, you know it's kelp and sea salt and it's like you wouldn't normally like oh i don't want a stout with that in it but it works in a sour i don't i don't know it's it's mm, weird does it it does no, it does does it it does mm. you're not supposed mm. to eat kelp yeah, yeah, you're no. talking about pumpkins. You're not supposed to eat kelp. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> I could right, make, that's I, fair. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess there's you know we said you know I can't argue the pumpkin thing. It's different I for mean, everybody. I mean, if you don't want pumpkin juice, why do I want kelp juice? Exactly. Well, I don't Good want kelp point. juice. <laughs> I don't want that. I just mean. bring it out. <laughs> I don't want kelp juice. I just want a leaf of kelp to garnish my beer. Mm. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, I mean, there's there's some weird. Have you guys have you ever experimented with some really weird stuff? I mean, there's some weird beers out there. That's you know, not, I mean, there's a brewery. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but they're they're literally brewing a beer with Big Macs. Oh, I don't know, but yeah. like foolproof. We had one with like it's, an it's oyster or something. Or that's what I was foolproof brewery. But why would he brew that when he could brew this? I, I think a lot of that <laughs> stuff is just gimmicks. <laughs> it's exactly it is, what it is. Yep. Sometimes people just bacon, bacon beer. Can yep. you do that? The, I've seen that. The uh, the Pizza. worst one. The worst one I've seen was from uh, Rogue, the beard beer. Where they took the yeast out of the guy's beard. Oh, Horrible. God. Oh, I've heard. We've heard worse. We've really? heard worse. And beard. You... Yeah. My least favorite. Where else the... does yeast come I've from? I've heard that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the worst I've ever had. I've, I I don't think I would really put my lips on a glass <laughs> that's got some of that in it. But uh, the worst I've ever had was and uh, Jay Martin, the, the Red Baron of experience. The two is from Foolproof. It's a beer brewed with oysters. And barnacles from the bottom of ships, <laughs> and when no. you taste it, you know, like that's what I, it tastes like. I like oysters. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yep. I, I like oysters, but as a food, no. Um, when you drinking the beer, it, it literally it tasted like licking the bottom of a ship. Well, that's, and that's what you not were appealing. Doing. Yeah, yeah, if you want that beer for free, drink some like salt yeah. water. No, no, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I bought one single of it from the store because it was just like I was like, I need to see how terrible this really is. Like, it just sounded so atrocious. That's and it was probably chocolate. how they sell it all. It was chocolate you know? oyster. Uh, I was thinking about taking mm. my old sneakers and soaking the soles <laughs> from my sneakers <laughs> in the beer. Do, doing one of those like was it holes? Right? Don't yeah. they, isn't that how they make yeah. that stuff? The, the, the shoes. That's how. 
Foot sweat beer. Quarter mile porter. Batch 50. I bet nobody's done that yet. <laughs> no, you guys could. It's actually fermenting in that right now. <laughs> if you want a sample. The sneakers are. Not, not the beer. Just the sneakers are fermenting. <laughs> just the sneakers. It's a sneaker juice. Well, it's refreshing to hear you guys don't think you need gimmicks to, no. to sell the beer, which is exciting. No, no well, I gimmicks. I don't think we've ever had a train horn on, on the air. Did we pick that Kendall's up? Kendall's pretty oh, yeah. excited. <laughs> well, back in Maple, we were pretty close. So we were picked up a lot of that, so... But, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it's exciting. Like you guys said, high foot traffic area. You guys are experiencing a lot of sales, um, foot traffic coming in the door. He's the, running out of beer, which is, you know, like I said, it's a good problem to have. I mean, very good. you know, one day soon you said you'll, you'll be there where you don't have that problem. But it's good that people like it. And, you have, like I said, you, I don't think you haven't really had – I haven't seen any on, like, beer advocate type things, people talking and, you know, Facebook groups – centralized around CT beer drinkers. I haven't heard anybody say, eh, you know, this beer was okay or mm-hmm. this or this wasn't my thing. Everybody said good things. Yeah, well, I saw good stuff on Untapped, too. Well, well, there was one bad comment. <laughs> Uh-oh. Last but, week. Yeah. Uh, There'll always be one. The, the new two guys <laughs> came in and tried the New England IPA, and they said, this is not an IPA. This is a stout. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. They, so. they were very insistent, and I finally just were had to let it go. they from Wallingford. I finally had to let it go. And if Can you're listening, I'm sorry. I wasn't sorry, here at the time, so I couldn't, I couldn't straighten them out. I did a pretty good job explaining it to them. Yeah. Krisha, poor Give Krisha, like was just trying not to laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, do, let's do a police sketch. We'll do our right. rounds. <laughs> Kyle, you're, you're a good drawer, right? No. Uh, <laughs> You always see those people in bars, though, that try and talk about craft beers that don't know what they're talking While about. While they're holding up a yeah. Bud Light. Try working, try working in a liquor store. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. You get people coming in. Yeah, you know, so I want an IPA, but I don't want it to really have any fruit. I don't want it to be too hoppy. <laughs> and it shouldn't be hoppy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. You get people that come in. I'm looking for a really good craft beer. I want a stout that's not too heavy, not too dark, and is under 3%. So there's Poland yeah, Springs like, over there. You want water with some malt in it? I don't know what you want. Like, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But well, he, my dad actually um, considered getting Budweiser on tap. To, both the uh, regular Bud uh, and Bud Light, and because uh, one's a red handle and one's a blue tap handle, and uh, <laughs> hopefully they're not going to show up here. But <laughs> I'm going to take the red handle and weld it to the hot water tap. And then the oh. blue handle and weld it to the cold water tap. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's, that's great. I'm all for that. Yeah. That's a great way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you we'll do, have it available. This is, what, this is what you'll do. Once you get to the point where you're brewing enough beer and you start giving it to people, just start just trade bars the tap handles for it. <laughs> just make just make your own tap handle. I mean, you made the bar. You you made you said you know. I, I made these tap handles. Yeah, I mean Samantha was saying you made the you know you laid the floor down, you built the bars, you built the everything in here. So just just. Make a make a, make some really cool cliffside tap handles and just go. Hey, I'll trade you this. Get the hot water <laughs> handles. There you go. Yeah. What's it? What an interesting like like concept to do. I've never. I would have never thought of doing that in like a brewery. <laughs> oh, that's a, you, you should put it as like the the. My problem. They'll, the they'll show up and they'll sue me for for uh, slander yeah. or something. Yeah. Something. You get like a that, Coors you know? Light handle and use it as the toilet. Just flush <laughs> it. Get one of the pole flushes. That would be awesome. Did you see our used beer sign? Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. A lot of funny signs going on in that bathroom. You should check it out. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been in there yet. Good signs in there. There's a lot of good signs outside of the bar. Like the, I'm a big fan of any sign. Like I noticed you have the two over there, how to cheers, and like all the different languages to cheers, yep, yep. and then like how to know what a beer is. I'm a big fan of those that, signs. That's where we got our uh, Wi-Fi password. It was one of the how to cheer, how to say cheers in, uh, what African was it? African Zulu. Zulu, yes. It's Ugiwawa. Nice. That's how you say cheers, Start and that is our that. Wi-Fi password. So. Kyle liked that one. We like to say it's people, and they get confused. 
God, why don't you say that for us real quick? <laughs> no, he's not, he's, he embarrasses himself enough. Um, well, I mean, it's we're about time to, to wrap up. Um, but thank you for having us. You know, thanks for yeah. coming by. Yeah, Appreciate it. Oh, we'll um, be back. We'd love to do. <laughs> cool. We'd love to do something <clears throat> again. Welcome. You know, especially like you know, come by. We'll do another show when you guys get more beers on tap too, type of thing. Really expand the portfolio, and uh, let the let the listeners you know experience how things have gone. Um, do you guys have social media? We do. We are on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us at at Cliffside Brewing. Um, we also have our website, which is cliffsidebrewing.com. Uh, so you can find us there, and we're on Yelp. We're on Untapped. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check out our, our Facebook page. We'll have, um, we'll have their social media info posted there as well. So when you're listening to the show, you can just click away. Uh, why don't you tell them where they can find us? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's finding new local breweries or drinking sneaker beer. <laughs> and uh, you can find us on Podbean and iTunes every morning from 7 to 8 a.m. on the Lieb Sports Network and every Sunday from 12 to 1 on the PPRN radio network. Mark, I'm really impressed that you don't even have this written down. I don't think you've yeah, ever had it written down. down. I've said it so many times. <laughs> I think you just say it to yourself before you go to bed. He wakes up like, <laughs> just reciting it. <laughs> well, David Smith, it was a pleasure to be here. Yeah, um, thank you. Except we'll, we'll be back soon as, as customers, not as podcast hosts. Um, and until, until next time. Oh, hold on. We've got whispering going no, on. No, we're good. We're good. Stop whispering. Continue. Don't do that. That's it's distracting. <laughs> um, until next time, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. I'm Solzy. I'm J Mart. Souls, you clipped so bad there <laughs> on the Red Baron. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.